welcome back to Ten Toes Down. I'm your host, Jaden Allwood. This week, we'll be talking about my Week 12 predictions of the NFL season, how I feel about my New York Giants winning, Tommy DeVito's good performance against the Washington Commanders, uh, the unfortunate loss for the Kansas City Chiefs against the Philadelphia Eagles, and the firing of Matt Canada in Pittsburgh. So to start this week off, we have a couple of Thanksgiving games and Black Friday games. Just to say happy Thanksgiving to everybody that celebrates it. Hope you guys enjoy. Have a good Thanksgiving. Eat some food. Watch some good football. Hopefully all the games are good that day. But we have three games on that day. We have all divisional games. We have the Green Bay Packers. Washington versus the Detroit Lions, the Washington Commanders versus the Dallas Cowboys, and the San Francisco 49ers against the Seattle Seahawks. So, to start off, we have the Packers versus the Lions. Who I think is going to win that game? I feel like it's going to be Detroit. Uh, Detroit is 8 and 2. They've been playing some very good football this year. Good offense. Their offense is pretty consistent. Other than that game against. Baltimore, but their offense has been pretty consistent with Montgomery back. Gibbs getting more touches per game. If Jared Goff could just go back to how he was playing, I mean, granted, he's been out, he's had a tough couple weeks, but two, one or two weeks, not a couple of say it's been a while, but if he could go back to how he's been playing, it could be really be a good team going down the stretch. But either way, they're eight and two. Nothing to complain about there. I believe they will be their division rival the Green Bay Packers on Thursday at Thanksgiving. Next, we have the Washington Commanders versus the Dallas Cowboys. I I do have the, the Cowboys winning that one, but I won't be surprised if on national television the Cowboys want to put up a stinker. So I believe that game is going to be, very, be closer than most people think. But I do have the Cowboys winning that one. And the Cowboys are just far, far and away the better team, offense, defensively, coaching. You had to tell the Cowboys are just overall a better team. Well, they should run away with that one with ease. Next, we have the San Francisco 49ers and the Seattle Seahawks, which might be the best game of the day. As these two, both these teams are very good. But I do have. The 49ers taking this one. As the 49ers just a better defense to me. And with Geno Smith, he was, he did step in last game and they did miss by unfortunate field goal. Missed by his time expired. But we just gotta see how he plays with this injury going into a very tough game, tough and with a very tough defense to play against, not a hundred percent. So we'll see how they come out and play, but I do have the 49ers taking that one. Next, we have our first ever Black Friday game. Another divisional game. We have the Miami Dolphins versus the New York Jets. Zach Wilson got benched for this game. Not surprised as he is. He just hasn't been playing good and doesn't look like he's in the long-term plans for the New York Jets. But I do have the Dolphins winning this one, so... It will be, I do have the Dolphins winning the AFC East in general, but 
We'll see how that goes down the stretch. If the Jets could still hang around as Aaron Rodgers hints at a possible return this season, which will be insane to say the least. As he literally tore his Achilles and the whole world saw it tear in live action. So we just got to see if he actually is making progress towards that. That would be absolutely insane to see in real time as it will be the first thing first of its kind in possible sports history of that severe of an injury but I do have the Dolphins winning that one but say if Aaron Rodgers is serious and he's able to play the way he is expected to play the Jets could be a clean runner up for second in that division and next we have First, our Sunday slate, we have the Tampa Bay Buccaneers against the Indianapolis Colts. I have hmm, actually a very interesting game. As both teams are pretty even to me in retrospect. Pretty decent offenses. Majority focus on their defense to get them possession, to get them field position. But I do have... I do have the Colts winning this one, as I do believe the Colts offense is just slightly more consistent these past couple weeks than the Bucks. Past like month or so, you say. But I do have the Colts winning that one. But not by a wide margin, as the Bucks defense is still a force to be reckoned with. But I just feel like in terms of consistency and who I expect to show up, it would be the Colts offense. Their running back duel can be any team, can wear down any team. It's just, just something that everybody should keep an eye on. Next, we have my New York Giants against the New England Patriots. I, if there's a team, there's one or two teams I think that is worse than us. It is the New England Patriots and the Carolina Panthers. I do have the Giants winning this one as Tommy DeVito did show promise this past week. Show that he is able to throw the ball downfield, complete passes, make decisive decisions, step up in the pocket, do everything you want a quarterback to do. So it's good to see one athlete perform on that in that manner. But I say we will beat them, but I don't, I don't believe it will be by that much of a margin. Next, we have another divisional game. Pittsburgh Steelers versus the Cincinnati Bengals. Uh, the Bengals just lost Joe Burrow for the whole season. This past week, Steelers just fired Matt Canada, so this should be a game. If the Steelers want to want to put the league on notice that it was just bad coaching on the offensive side that was leading them to be outgained every game, underperform every game. You could bet the under on the Steelers every game, and you probably would have made money. That's how abysmal their offense was. But I say the Steelers should win this one if they take the time this week to game plan. This is the perfect week to steal a division win, steal a win, get a very good comeback win after this disappointing loss to the Cleveland Browns, and just put the league on notice that they are a good football team. It's just with coaching that was holding them back for the past two to three years. So we'll see how they how they perform this week against the Bengals. But the Bengals are not a team to slouch, as they you give them you give their coach and their team some time to game plan. They can schematically beat you with the weapons that they have. 
So we'll see how that goes. That's going to be a very interesting game this Sunday. Next, we have the Tennessee Titans against the Carolina Panthers. It should be an easy win for the Tennessee Titans as they they have been playing bad, but they are by far a better team than the Carolina Panthers. Tennessee's defensive line should take complete advantage of the Carolina's offensive line and make make it look, make them look sorry on that field on Sunday. So I do have the Titans winning that one. No, no explanation need for that. The Panthers are just that bad. Next, we have the Jacksonville Jaguars against the Houston Texans. I have the Texans winning that one. I believe the Texans are sneakily becoming one of the better teams in the AFC. But I do have the Texans doing that. I see this child did have a three-pick performance this past week. But I do believe he'll step it back up and perform way better than what we expect him to. And I believe it will be a very good game as it is a divisional game. So we'll see how that how that looks for both teams. But I do have the Texans taking that. Next, we have the Saints and the Falcons. I do have I have the I have the Saints taking that one. As I do believe the Saints are just a more consistent team. So I do believe the Saints will take that one on Sunday as it is a very important game for both teams as they are division rivals. But I do feel like the Saints will walk away with that one on Sunday. Next, we have the Los Angeles Rams against the Arizona Cardinals. I have the Cardinals winning that one. And if Kyler Murray has been playing good football, and I feel like the more games he gets under his belt this season, the more he'll be on track. So I I do feel like the Cardinals will steal that one from the Rams. As the Rams haven't been playing that good of football this year, in my opinion. And Cooper Cup got hurt last game, so they are going to be understaffed on offense. Next, we have the Cleveland Browns against the Denver Broncos. I have the Broncos winning that one. As the Broncos have picked up pace these past couple of weeks, Russell Wilson is playing very good football. I have to give it to him after the way he played last season. He is very he has put into work and has um shown us that he is still very a very good quarterback. So, Majority of the money he's been getting paid and that he can put his team in contention when the season comes to an end. So I do have the Broncos being the Browns. If the Browns lost their number one running back this year, number one quarterback this year. So I believe they were very, very understaffed and the game against Pittsburgh wasn't really a true test of what of how bad they are as Pittsburgh offense is anemic and you will have to see how good they will be without Deshaun Watson moving forward. So we will see. This will be a good test for them. But I do have the Broncos taking this one. Next, we have the Buffalo Bills against the Philadelphia Eagles. After the Eagles taking this one, I mean, the Eagles defense, I feel, will shut the Buffalo Bills down as they, their offense hasn't been that consistent. But I do believe it will be a close game. I feel like it will come down to Whoever, whoever did control the ball in the second half. I do believe it will be a very slow start to that game. I do believe it will be a very, very, very controlling second half for whoever, whoever can hold the ball the longest. 
Next, we have the Kansas City Chiefs versus the Raiders. I have the Chiefs winning that one. As the Chiefs, um, feel like this loss against the Philadelphia Eagles will make them very angry and they'll come back with a chip on their shoulder. And I feel like they'll come to really, really, you know, teams always always play better against division rivals. So I feel like they're really coming to the game angry and with a chip on their shoulder and wanting to exceed expectations and what the league is, what the league and what the fan base and fans are setting on them as of late, as they have been talked about. Having one of the most underperforming, underwhelming offenses as of late, as they cannot produce with their wide receiver core that they have currently. So I do believe this is a game for them to get back on the right track. So I do have the Chiefs taken out. Next, we have the Baltimore Ravens against the Chargers. I have the Ravens taken out as the Ravens are just a better team than the Chargers. They are currently the one seed in the AFC. So I do believe they will continue to just. Make strides, keep winning. Lamar looking a little better as of late. He throughout the season, he has been a little bit mixy with, with production, but they are winning, so it's not really a problem. But down the line, if he tightens up and starts playing more consistent, that team will be by far the best team in the league, guys. With the dual threat of him and his receivers getting open and actually catching passes and the way their defense has been playing a team can beat anyone in the league AFC and NFC included next we have the Chicago Bears against the Minnesota Vikings I have the Vikings winning that one and I just feel Minnesota is a better team but if there was a team to Surprise people, it wouldn't be the Bears this week as it is a divisional win that they would get if they do beat them. And I don't, I'm not sure if Justin Jefferson will be back this week. As he could have got activated these past two weeks, but good for him. He's prioritizing his health and wanting to make sure he's 100% before just being a liability on the field. So, but I do believe the Vikings will take that one. But I, if you want to put some a small bucket change on the Bears, that's a, that's a small feeling I'm having that they may win that one, may steal that one. It is on Monday night, too, so should be a very good game. Next, we could talk about my New York Giants beating the Washington Commanders. And us moving on, moving up to three and eight on the season. But we are probably more or less like probably 95, 97% chance we're out of the playoffs, but we're looking to just spoil seasons at this point, the way we've been playing. Tommy DeVito came in, played some very good football. I have to give it to him. And he played, uh, played some good football despite getting sacked a tremendous amount. This this game, he finished 18 of 26, 246 yards, three touchdowns, two to Saquon, one to Darius Slayton, and he's been playing some good football, just getting more confident for an undrafted rookie. May not be necessarily an upgrade from Daniel Jones, but it is a good feeling to have someone 
stable behind center. So that is good to watch as he can be our backup next year if he continues to play very good. Just depending on depending on where they where they plan to go this offseason, as they've openly said tanking is not a part of their plans. So I I guess we aren't playing for tanking as we finished pitcher with six takeaways this game. As I was happy to see, I'm happy to see the defense step up and play very good as we started the season very, very slow. Couldn't even get a takeaway until a couple weeks into the season. And now we're creating them, creating them every opportunity we get in every game. So it's just good to see. Kayvon Thibodeau is now in double-digit sacks, 10.5, one of the top four leaders in sacks this season. He's the first defensive player to have a double-digit sacks in a Wink Martindale system, so that's very good to see. He had a very, you know, slow start, but not just him, just with the defense in the hole, but, you know, you're going to play questionable when your offense can't produce, so I don't even put that blame on any individual person or coordinator or defense on all. It's just as a defense, you're going to be tired. You're going to be unmotivated when your team cannot score, so... That's just something they had to work through, figure out week by week, and it seems like they're picking up stride to figure it out. So you got to give my New York Giants props as they did get the win against a division we sweep, division rival. We sweep the Commanders this year. Um, just three takeaways from this game. You need better pass protection because whatever quarterback's going to be on the center next year, if it's DeVito, Daniel Jones, or a rookie, they're going to need some help to give them time to deliver the ball down the field. Two, our defense is actually pretty good. We have some good players that are stepping up, getting into stride this season. Like Okorie, um, our other linebacker, McFadden. Uh, our rookie corner is going to get more reps, Banks. We may need to move on from Adoree Jackson and find a true number one so Banks could shadow the slot or the number two receiver. Um, We're going to have to have contract negotiations with Xavier McKinney. So this defense could either look majority of the same or look completely different this offseason. But as a core, we have some very core pieces to build around Kayvon, Dexter Lawrence. Bobby, McFadden, Banks. We have some very good young players that are going to just continue to evolve, produce, and just get better as the years come. So I'm just excited to see how they develop and what type of players they develop into. Next, another takeaway. Oh, yeah, obvious. Giants aren't tanking. So I know I mentioned previously I want them to take quarterback in the draft, but as they may win this week too. Yes, the New England that may just push us farther back in terms of like draft position, so we may move to like six, seven. I don't think we're gonna probably get a quarterback that early, unless we trade up. I doubt we'll trade up unless we're, yeah, unless we're, cause Chicago has two picks. Unless we're really talking, I don't know what team we can trade up with, but it's not looking likely that we'll get a quarterback that. Is worth trading, uh, trading up for that high. So I do believe we'll probably go either wide receiver or offensive tackle, depending on our position. 
that should be interesting to watch come draft time. But the New York Giants have openly stated and openly shown this week that they are not playing for draft positions. So we'll see how this offseason looks when it comes down to it. But it should be very interesting to say the least, as I believe in my team, to make the right decision. And I just want Brian Dable to get a chance to have a chance with the roster he sculpts himself through and through. So we'll see how that goes. Well, on to the next topic. We talk about Kansas City Chiefs last night on Monday Night Football. As Marquez Valdez Scantlin dropped a, I wouldn't say a gimme. It was a very tough pass to catch, especially over the shoulder like that. As Patrick Mahomes did openly say, it was a very hard pass to gauge where it was going. So I do understand that. But receivers, not just him, all his receivers have been giving him problem with drops as this entire season. So it is something that Chiefs will need to address as I think they are the lowest scoring team in the second half this season. Their receivers, they lead the league. They lead the NFL with drops this year with 26 drops. 21% of Patrick Mahomes' incomplete passes this season have come on drops. So it's like they're going to need some help. They're definitely going to need somebody to step up. I mean, come up with something schematically just, just to find a way to get these guys better position and just find find a way to help them learn how to catch the ball. So it's just going to be very interesting as these days go on or weeks go on, per se. Like we will see who gets more playing time, who gets more shots called in their name. Travis Kelsey, if he's going to be the continuing number one option, even though he's getting double, triple teams. So it's kind of hard. I can see it's getting very stressful over there. But Chiefs still have a very good record as they are 7-3. and three. But there's two other 7-3 and three teams in the NFL, so they will really have to try and separate themselves from the pack if they really want to go for that one seed, which is they know they always want as it gives them an extra week to recover going into the playoffs. So if you could give Patrick Mahomes an extra week to recover, you have a very much increased odds of uh of going deep into the playoffs, presumably the Super Bowl. But the Chiefs just have a very bad wide receiver problem as that Marcus Valdez Scanlon catch was just ill timed. Um Justin Watson had a had a catch at the first first yard line in the same possession. Fourth down went right through his hands. So it is just something they're gonna have to address week by week and for sure in the offseason. See if they could trade for somebody, sign somebody, free agent, get rid of somebody get some picks together as you don't want to lose this opportunity as as we know Travis Kelsey is 34 so we don't know how many years he has left I presume two or three more years so you don't want to lose this window to have to pair him with another dynamic wide receiver one with Patrick Holmes is still in his prime so it would be unfortunate to lose that opportunity and see that window close without doing his due justice as they do have two rings, so it is not something to say that they has been wasted, but definitely underutilized. So they definitely have to address that problem going into the offseason. Next, 
we have the talk of the day. Pittsburgh Steelers fire offensive coordinator Matt Canada after offensive struggles for multiple years now, stemming from 2021. As the Pittsburgh Steelers rank 28th in offensive points per game with 17.9 a game. 28th in total yards per game with 310 yards per game. 30th in yards per play, 4.8 yards per play. 27th in red zone touchdown percentage, which is 52%. And number of first and 30th in first down percentage, which is 37%. Pittsburgh Steelers are 6-4 now. They've had a negative point differential, negative 29, and have been outgained in every single game this season. They have not put up more yards than their opponent in not one game this season. And that is honestly surprising for a team with a positive record. As we could just see that their defense is what is holding them together. It is the glue of that team. It is what makes that team remotely threatening going into a week playing them. So Matt Canada finally got relieved of his duties. Some say it should have happened last year. Some said it should have happened at the beginning of the season. As Mike Tomlin doesn't like to make abrupt decisions like this, that is his MO. He doesn't like to make decisions in season like this that will completely alter the team. But I feel like after that 13-10 loss where you could have totally beat that Cleveland Browns team, it was just the right thing to do. That should have been the final straw. As I'm pretty sure coming out of half, the Steelers had like less than 100 yards of total offense. As Kenny Pickett is in his second year, so he is still learning. So he's going to need an offensive coordinator that will be able to utilize his abilities to the fullest extent. As some people saying, it was time to get rid of him. But no quarterback is going to thrive on a system that is not for him. Like, look at, great, I'm not trying to compare him. A top five pick to a top 20 pick in arguably two completely different draft classes. But you could look at Trevor Lawrence and, and, uh, Kenny Pickett, not saying they're two of the same players. That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying if you just look at what developmental situations can do for a quarterback, it is night and day when you see the after effect of what can happen when you just put a good offensive-minded coach with the quarterback, give him time to develop, learn the offense. You could just see the strides that that quarterback will take. And it is honestly something to just watch and just support as you want to give everybody their best chance to succeed. And if they still can't succeed in that situation, then it's just time to move on. And I don't feel like Kennedy is getting that fair chance as Matt Kennedy was never utilizing that team's best strength as their passing game was was terrible. Running game, they were very predictable. Their offense was run, run, pass. There was times where... You could see the Pittsburgh Steelers defense get a stop and go to the bathroom or go get a a drink, bottle of water. By the time you came back, they were punting. Their drives weren't even going past sometimes even 45 seconds in game time, one minute in game time. Sometimes it was even going past 30 seconds. I've seen some drives that were 10, 15 seconds in game time after a turnover. And as a defense, that's demoralizing because – you don't want to go back out there because if you, you know you're going to try your hardest and the offense is just doing nothing, you're not getting the play calls that warrant production. So it's kind of de- demoralizing, it's depressing, it's tiring. 
So for the Steelers to still be positive and still be actively in the playoff race, this is the perfect time to get rid of the coach Matt Canada as you have to figure out what your offensive identity is because if you went to the playoffs with that identity, you you weren't even putting up a touchdown. As schematically, you were the most predictable team in the AFC, arguably in the NFC, in the NFL as a whole, I'm sorry. So some may even say their offense was more terrible than the Carolina Panthers. So it is just something that I feel I feel that the Steelers need to do is long overdue, but I hope Kenny Pickett just picks it up and starts to move forward, put it behind him, and just make positive strides. As he's not a bad quarterback, but he's just not been given the opportunity to showcase it. Is Kenny Pickett is ranked 25th in the NFL in passing yards, 1,722, and 28th in QBR with a total QBR of 35.7 is he just hasn't been given an opportunity to succeed and it's just honestly showing with Matt a candidate there so with him being gone we'll see how this week goes this will be their first true test to see if it is either Kenny Pickett or just that team as a whole and they need to just scrap a few pieces and just start fresh but majority of the world are agrees it is a Matt Canada problem and now they have solved that problem and resolved it. They they should be a better team moving forward, especially they're not fighting from behind now. They are still in a positive situation above five hundred. So we should see how this goes for them moving forward. But this is the first time the Steelers have made a head coach or coordinator change mid season since the nineteen forty one season. As the Steelers are not a team that really likes to make changes like this abruptly so for them to do it it goes against the standard they set for themselves and it goes against the history they've laid out for themselves so that just shows how important this was for them to, to make and a decision that was probably just long overdue outright he should have been gone before this the season even started but you know sometimes you have faith in your people and you give them you let the leash you hold on to that leash a little bit too long and you're just supposed to let it go so Hopefully we'll see a completely different Steelers team. As when the Steelers are good, football is good. It's better for the sport. They're just a team one NFL longest lasting good team. So it's just better when they're good. It makes football more entertaining to watch. So it should be very interesting moving forward. As this is the critical time in the NFL NFL season where teams start to get better, start to pick up stride, and the teams that were hot start to get cold. The teams that were cold or warm start to heat up. So We'll really see what this playoff race is looking like. As to me personally, this playoffs is wide open. As any team could take it. As any team could be any team. But being honest, my favorite, Super Bowl favorites right now, Baltimore Ravens and the uh, um, Detroit Lions. That's as of right now. That's my favorite to win. If not, if not, those two second coming in a very close second, Kansas City Chiefs and a rematch. Kansas City Chiefs and a San Francisco 49 I don't believe the Eagles. The Eagles haven't really shown me nothing. Like I've said, their offense has looked kind of lackluster, to say the most. So I do believe it will be the Chiefs. 
either the Chiefs and the 49ers or the Ravens and the Detroit Lions. So we'll see which way that goes. But this has been 10 Toes Down. You guys can follow me on 1TV Football on Twitter. 